tap, tap in. You're listening to Pulse Radio with Randall and Shelby, the heart of the culture. What's going on, everybody? This is Randall Barnes, the host of Pulse Radio in the building for a very special edition of the show on today. It is a lot that is occurring for me around Shakari Richardson getting last place in the Prefontaine Classic. As you know, I am a ardent Shakari Richardson supporter. I've spoken about her and defended her from critics since even before the incident where she wasn't able to go to the Olympics because she failed a drug test. She tested positive for marijuana. It is a lot that is going on. Uh, Twitter is a blaze right now. A lot of folks are getting their jokes off. Uh, like folks are getting it back and forth. Journalists are fighting with each other. Kendrick Perkins, of all people, decided to hop into it, which was very odd. But I want to unpack it because I'm in the middle of the storm, okay? As I do this right now, and the number's going up, and I'm pulling out my phone right now just to see how many followers we've netted so far. So I put up a clip of the show that we did. We talked about the Shakari curse. We talked about also Shakari. If she were in the Olympics, she would have placed. I boldly said that. I brought up stats that people are saying I was inaccurate about. I am not a track fanatic. I'm a basketball guy, but I am a cultural critic, right? So I try my best to bring up the stats and bring, you know, facts into the argument to say that it's wrong for, for people just to count out Shakari saying that she wasn't the place when there's no basis for it. So currently right now we have 826 followers on TikTok. And it's all off of the video that I did uh, back on the first that I put out. That video where I talked about Shakari would have placed in the Olympics, 563,000 views. Then the video where I posted Shakari's comments after the race for which she apologized for, that has 18,000 views. And I did a response on TikTok and it has almost 5,000 views. So TikTok is going crazy right now. A lot of folks want my head. It was some guy that said I have interesting eyebrows. I was like, I, thank you, I guess. I don't know if that was a crack or that was like a compliment. Thank you. I never really paid attention to my eyebrows. Um, but it was it's just a lot going on. So I want to address everything that's going on and address my thoughts on Shakari in full form. First and foremost, thank you to everybody that's following on TikTok. Thank you. I, I want to thank you for that. Just trying to grow here. Trying to put out great content. So Clearly, the content was something <laughs> positive or negative to people. It got people talking. And not only did that one video get people talking, all the videos on our TikTok went up. I mean, it's gotten a lot of negative commentary, a lot of positive commentary. It started a lot of fights. But <laughs> I mean, we've seen a growth on our TikTok, something that I never would have expected. So thank you, everyone that is tapping in, that is interacting. And most importantly, that's following. But I want to get into why I'm such an ardent supporter of Shakiri. I am not a fan of track. I'm not. I am a fan of sports, but I'm not a specific fan of track. Okay, that's first and foremost. I will admit that. I am a fan of Usain Bolt, but I normally get into track and watch track around the Olympics. I was not a track athlete. I never really paid attention to track, but Shakiri made me pay attention. Just like Usain Bolt did years ago. Because everybody was watching those races because that man was so fast. So to see Shakari, who's, what, 21, 
you know, she um, went to a college in Texas and, you know, she had that swagger, you know, she was up on current events. She reminded me of a lot of the girls I grew up with. So I'm like, okay, she's running. She's really fast. She's make, she's making history. And you know, she has this star quality about her. She has this confidence about her where she's not afraid to say, Hey, I'm that girl. I do this. I'm talented. You going to see me correcting folks about our name is Shakari. I loved it because I felt as if it was star quality. And I felt as if track and field, especially in America needed someone with that brash confidence and the ability to back it up like Shakari. And Shakari was backing it up earlier in the year. She was backing it up. Like she's the sixth fastest woman in the relay. Right. And then we were ready for her to do the showdown with Shelly Ann. So Elaine sort of came, I'm not going to say out of nowhere, but we weren't talking about Elaine the same way we were talking about Shelly at first. Shelly versus Shakari was what we all were waiting for. But Elaine came through and won twice, won at the Olympics. And then she won at, she won at the Prefontaine Classic. And then she's only number two behind Flojo for a record. But with Shakari, it is the bravado. It's the confidence. It's the swagger that she possesses. And I really like that about her. And I felt as if she was backing it up. And she became a worldwide phenomenon off of social media, off of her confidence. And she was winning races. She was going in. Then the weed situation happened. And I noticed a lot of folks started turning on her. That made me deep in my support more because I'm a loyal person. I don't think that Shakari did anything wrong in that situation. I understand that her smoking weed, marijuana, if you will, was against the rules. However, she owned it. She understood that she made a mistake. And what we all were saying, and I did my Randall's thoughts on it, was that she was trying to cope with the loss of her mother. She was off for a month, didn't get a chance to go to the Olympics, and it was nothing but personal responsibility. But she's human, and she wanted to be out there. She wanted to race. So she tweeted, miss me yet? And she uh, she had her little tweets where she was being combative, but it was her being human. She wanted to be out there, she wanted to race, and she didn't get that opportunity. So I was ready to see Shakari talk that talk and back it up. We saw that during the NBA Finals Game 6. She was a part of Kanye's Donda listening party rollout. She had her own Nike commercial. Shakari has just become a big sports star. Everyone, in at least the athletes, are room for. Haven't seen one bad thing said about Shakari from any black athletes. It's only from folks that aren't an athlete or that are journalists. So I'm like, you know, I, I think that she's going to come back and bounce back and it's going to be amazing, and she's going to prove a lot of folks wrong. Then I found out about the Prefontaine Classic, and I found out that she was going to be running against all three Jamaican Olympic winners, Elaine, Shelly, and Shadrika. Oh, my God. I was so ready to see the showdown. This was like the NBA Finals. This was like the Super Bowl. Man, I have not been this excited since about the NBA Finals. Not Granted, that was a month ago. But still, <laughs> I am a basketball fan and to have that level of excitement for something that's not basketball and even something that's not football is astounding. So I tapped in 4.30. I turned to NBC and I was ready to see it go down. I found out on Twitter that they were going to be the second race after the men 200 meter. So I'm like, okay, so they're doing it early. They're not going to make us wait. So let's see what's going on. So before Shakari's race, the men's 200 meter finished. I watched that. It was amazing. So before the race for the 100 meters for the women, they did a commercial break. So during the commercial break, Nike premiered a new 60-second commercial 
of Shakari, and all it was was the camera panning up from Shakari. You saw her nails. She was tapping on the table, and then the camera panned up to her, and the voiceover was her talking about she has something to prove. I've been waiting, patiently waiting, waiting to show y'all that I'm no one here wonder. Waiting to show y'all it's not what I've done, but what I'm about to do. I sort of looked at the TV sideways. Now, as a sports fan, it's a lot of Nike athletes in the NBA. And I'm going to use one as an example, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant loses to the Golden State Warriors. So Kevin Durant decides to go to the Warriors, the team that literally came back and beat his team. And everybody was calling that a punk move. Oh, Kevin Durant, he went to the team that he got beaten by. And it was a commercial in game five, right after Kevin Durant and the Warriors beat the Cavaliers. It was a commercial. Kevin Durant will sign with the Warriors. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Traitor. We gravy train. That was the weakest move ever. That what you call loyalty? Durant out for six weeks. Cry, baby. The finals begin tonight. Durant's playing at a whole other level. And I was like, you know what? I, cr I criticized Kevin Durant for leaving, but I actually really liked that commercial. I thought that was really cool. And Nike does a lot of cool things like that. So that commercial, the tone of that commercial was something that I would have expected had she won. But I thought that that commercial, although I am a Sha'Carri Richardson fan and supporter, I thought that commercial was a bit presumptuous. So the race starts and Sha'Carri's lining up. She honestly looks nervous. And the commentators are saying that. Richardson said she didn't think that she would be nervous coming into this race, but wants to perform well. And she is sandwiched between the two greatest Jamaican sprinters ever. The confidence, of course, was still there. She did her patent it. You know, she taps herself and then points up to the sky. So it looked like she was ready to go. Then the race starts. Elaine gets out there, man. Elaine really was had to win the whole entire time. Like someone said on Twitter, and while I'm not a track person, I did understand this viewpoint. They said that Shakari came out the block slow. Shakari didn't really take off to a point when she really could could bust out there and win. And I'm like, you know what? I, I did see that because Elaine came out that thing gracefully. Elaine got the lead from Jump Street, and it was a Jamaican race. It literally was, you know, Elaine, Shelly, and Shadrika. They were basically racing against each other to a certain point. And I'm like, yo, Shakari's going to at the very least get fourth place. She might not win because I understood to a certain point she's probably not going to win. Like Elaine has this in the bag because I see her in the front. But I'm like, Shakari's not going to get last place. And then the other runners, they just sprinted past her. And she was indeed last place. And I yelled out at the TV, Shakari, no. I was, oh my God, I, I, I was so upset. I was so sad because number one, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was ready to, to pop on TikTok and talk my talk because I was like, I'm going viral. And although I did, I did because I had a freezing cold take. I was ready to go on there and say, y'all were talking all that about Shakari. She is that girl. She proved it. But I'm someone that I can admit a loss. She lost. No excuse about it. She had time to prepare. She had time to get right. And she did say some comments. They weren't too inflammatory, but she said, miss me yet. And I wish I was at the Olympics, but she didn't back it up. Not this time. But that does not mean that Shakari is a bad athlete. 
It doesn't mean Shakira is a bad person. It doesn't mean she's a villain. And I totally understand the outburst that she had at the end of, of the meet. I'm not done. <laughs> you know what I'm capable of? Count me out if you want to. Talk all the shit you want. Because I'm here to stay. I'm not done. I'm the sixth fastest woman in this game ever. And can't nobody ever take that from me. Congratulations to the winners. Congratulations to the people that won. But they're not done seeing me yet. Period. She was thinking about all the backlash that she was going to be getting on Twitter. Oh, when she, I know when she saw that she lost and everything sort of cemented in her mind, I promise you she was like, these folks going to be talking tough on Twitter. So let me say this to keep them at bay. And she was talking through adrenaline and, and she apologized. They did an interview backstage and she apologized. I'm a warrior and I would like to say um, after the race, I was in the heat of passion <laughs> and um, I apologize for my language, but I'm a warrior. My passion will always come out for, for my love, for, for what it is that I put my blood, sweat, tears and sacrifice into. This last month was a journey for me, <laughs> and, but that's no excuse because at the end of the day, I'm an athlete and today was the day. But it's not every day. It's not the end of the world. And like I say, if you choose to count me out, joke's on you. But I want to say this, and I saw a tweet about this, and I talked about it in my TikTok video. What I thought in that moment is that Elaine should have gotten that interview, not Shakiri. Once again, I am a fan of Shakiri. I am a supporter of Shakiri. I'm getting drug on TikTok while also getting followers <laughs> and hopefully listeners for the podcast because of Shakiri. So I am team Shakiri all the way. But... Elaine should have gotten that moment. And this is really my critique of the media. I think that the media goes for sensationalism instead of the story. And that is one thing I hate about sports media. That was Elaine's moment. Give Elaine that moment to shine. Elaine just made history twice within the span of a month, really a couple weeks. And you're not going to allow her after she once again sat behind flojo as like the second fastest woman in history y'all not gonna give her that time to shine and give her that time to speak on her truth and we have to hear from her in the back i understand that this ain't the nba finals this isn't football it's other races and relays and competitions that have to go on but come on you couldn't have interviewed Shakari and Elaine because I get you want the Shakari moment and Shakari, boy, she gave us a moment. But Elaine should have been interviewed as well. And that's something that I totally concede to. But in general, how I look at the race, I've not switched up on Shakari. And I think no one should. Shakari is 21 years old. She's growing. She's someone that is going to grow in her mindset. If you think she's so arrogant, so cocky, maybe she'll grow from between now and her next race or now and the Olympics in 2024. Maybe she'll grow. Maybe she won't be as cocky as y'all think she is. Who knows? I don't think I don't think she's cocky. I think she's confident within her abilities. But black women that speak their mind and speak their truth are seen as cocky. And so many false equivalencies I have to address, right? First and foremost, when I say that Shakari gets flack for being confident, but we applauded Michael Jordan for punching teammates, people are going to the name Michael Jordan and losing their mind. When I say Michael Jordan, I'm talking about if you say Shakari's confidence is poor behavior, isn't Michael Jordan assaulting teammates poor behavior? Oh, but it's fine because it's Michael Jordan. It's fine because he had two or three rings when he punched Steve Kerr. Oh, so you're telling me if Shakari wins a couple of meets, let's say Shakari won today. So you're telling me that you would have been fine with Shakari punching her team USA teammates for, for not running fast enough. Like that, that's the absurdity of how it sounds when people refute 
that Shakari is getting different coverage and treatment than male athletes. We're not even having an analysis of what Shakari could have done better. I asked someone on TikTok. I said, "Hey, so you're you run track? You ran track before? You were a fan of Shakari? Now you don't like Shakari? So what is it that Shakari could have done differently?" And he didn't say anything technical. The only person I saw that said something technical about Shakari was the woman on Twitter that said that her takeoff was wrong. She doesn't she doesn't get out the blocks quick enough. That was the only technical critique that I saw. All I see is folks vilifying what they believe is an arrogant mentality. And that's why folks are upset. You are going in on this girl's character. You're going in on this girl's character instead of her skill. Because can you really doubt her skill? She lost this race. Okay, she lost this race. But can you really go in on her skill when she's the sixth fastest woman in history? Can you really go in on her skill? That's my thing. I think that people dislike her personality so much that their arguments aren't making sense. And I want to say shout out to Shakari because she is bringing an amazing light on track and field, especially women's track and field. She is a star. She has provided so many interesting storylines. It was so, it was so many eyes on that race. It was miles on that race. I wouldn't have been watching if it weren't for Shakari. I'm not gonna lie to you. So I think that the track and field athlete should thank her. This is the same type of impact that Deion Sanders is having on HBCU football. So I applaud Shakari for garnering attention. I applaud Shakari for getting the coins because she got with Nike. She has all these other deals coming, and she is a known name and a known face. And Shakari is going to continue to get better. She's going to get right. She's going to get her money. It has to be an understanding that she's a human being. She's a 21-year-old young woman that is a human being, that her confidence comes from the fact that she is very great at what she does. And listen, it's cool. Like well, the, the jokes, some of the jokes are funny. I'm not saying that someone cannot change the viewpoint or someone cannot criticize Shakari, but let's not act like the girl is not talented. Let's not act like she wasn't like just killing it before all the drama. But that is it for me. Listen, I need for everybody right now that's listening. If you do not follow Pulse Radio 100 on TikTok. Make sure to follow Pulse Radio 100, but also follow us on Instagram at Pulse Radio 100 and also Twitter at Pulse Radio 100. But as always, it is a pleasure, and I will see you on the other side. Tap, tap, tap in. You're listening to Pulse Radio with Randall and Shelby, the heart of the culture.